0: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh wa ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa Salatu wa Salam al rasulullah Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi Welcome back to another episode of the Fiqh of Love And subhanAllah We're already into the third episode Of this great series of the Fiqh of Love and we'd like to welcome back our Shaykh Dr. Muhammad Salah. Assalamu alaikum Shaykh.
1: Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, jazakallah khair. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Mashallah, so far it's been a very exciting beginning to this series. We've, love we, is always exciting. Yeah, I love you for the sake of Allah. And <laughs> uh, subhanallah, you know, on the last episode, mashallah, you gave some great examples, practical examples from the stories of the prophets. But you mentioned, so. yeah, and all the prophets, uh, where you mentioned the story of Musa, salam, you know, the way he found love, you know, and, and began his journey through marriage. Also, you mentioned some of the lustful, haram types of love, mm-hmm. you know, and you gave some practical examples within the Quran, the way the woman tried to impose herself on Yusuf. Salam. SubhanAllah, you know, going back to the Quran and the Sunnah for this guidance really. You know gives us that sense of that, that, you know, it really does open our eyes to the correct way of doing things You know in this day and age we're living in a time where there's lots of different deans uh, Different ways of life, you know, they have different religions the the secular way of life Hollywood and Bollywood and many people are taking their their guidance from other sources you know, especially when we're looking at Hollywood and Bollywood and Nollywood and all these different types of uh, film industries where they have this haram type of love. You know, and a lot of the time people are expecting something that doesn't actually exist. You and, know and, and uh,
1: even though they own this this is all
0: acting. Yes.
1: And those celebrities themselves, the actors and actresses, they never last in, in a marriage life for a, a few months. Yeah they keep getting married and they keep divorcing each Mm. other all the time so they don't they don't actually find this uh, uh, sakina Mm. or uh, uh, tranquility and comfort Mm. in any of their marriages so uh, the person should be wise enough to understand
0: that you should not compare yourself to what you see on the screen this is all acting Subhanallah Sheikh you mentioned the different types of love you mentioned the difference between love and lust You know, the haram and the halal type of love. What effects can this have on the individual? Well, there is actually a hadith that answers your question uh, straight to the point,
1: in which the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, says, Uh, which means when you love something too much, when you're obsessed with love, with the love of anything. Uh, In our uh, case here, we're talking about uh, a love between a couple. Uh, That leads to blindness and deafness. In what sense? A person may fall in love with a woman for innocence because she is so beautiful. That happens Mm -hmm. from his point of view. So as a result, he ignores all the other facts. He ignores that she is not wearing hijab in the future she will you know I'm gonna convince her Uh, she smokes yeah I'm gonna convince her to quit smoking Um, she falls in love with a guy for whatever reason but the guy doesn't pray you know daddy I'm going to make him pray I'm going he's working in haram he's earning from riba well in the future inshallah once we get together I'm going to influence him to quit the haram and look for the halal Mm -hmm. This is exactly the interpretation of the hadith To the extent that when some people say, you know what, uh, I know the girl whom you love, she has a terrible background And she comes from a terrible family, etc, etc So the person pretends like he doesn't see anything wrong with her He doesn't hear nor does he want to see or hear anything about her that may affect his decision hmm. This is very dangerous because love alone shouldn't be the only component on based on you
0: make the final decision of marrying that person. SubhanAllah. So, you know, you, you're saying that even, you know, some people may even get married to someone, even if they don't pray. What would they do in this situation? Should they just not get married? I, I happened to uh, attend uh, one wedding where
1: uh, a guy who is coming from a very practicing Muslim family fell in love with, uh, with a non-Muslim woman a non-Muslim girl, he got to know her online and as a result he said, Sheikh, uh, I want to marry her the Quran says it's okay to marry from the people of the book and she's Christian. and um, no matter what you tell him he said, you, you see, I'm going to marry her and she will become Muslim and she will become a good girl, etc mm-hmm. and when she came, he figured that Uh, something haram may happen so I said Hmm. okay we'll get you married and uh, then they got married in one week he called me and he said Sheikh I divorced her I said why subhanallah a few days ago if anyone were to see you like you're obsessed with her love like you would die if you don't marry Hmm. her it would be the end of the world if Hmm. you don't marry her he said true but sheikh i ended up buying alcohol for her on daily basis i used to go and buy alcohol for her you know because i loved her so i just realized that i'm going downhill and i will be i will lose my Mm deed. this is just a simple example there are many many examples to that sometimes a respected pious righteous person loving to his family to his parents to his siblings then he marries a woman who is kind of selfish she wants him all for herself hmm. then she keeps bombarding him ending up making him hate his family uh, being undutiful to his parents literally making boycott his siblings not to talk to any family member she wants him all entirely for herself a man should be wise enough not to let this happen. Yes, uh-huh. I love you, but I love my parents more. And hey, we're not making a contrast or mm-hmm. a comparison between loving your spouse and loving your parents. There's, these are two mm-hmm. different categories. But no one should affect the other. Yeah, Understand? Subhanallah. So uh, understanding that loving your spouse mm. should not lead to severing the ties of your kinship particularly
0: your parents and your siblings is very important like you're saying it's your not just your duties as a husband but to your religion as well you know to your family your community of course, of course. your own uh, you know religion your own worship absolutely to Allah. absolutely of course Subhanallah. this is a so so shake for those for instance who are you know they don't necessarily have love okay that maybe their family have uh, introduced them to uh, a sister he's happy with what he sees they get married but they're a bit worried you know because they've been raised with the Hollywood and Nollywood, thinking that they should be love so how do they now develop the love after marriage? Well through my experience as a marriage counsellor
1: I figured that subhanallah The kind of marriage which uh, was based on that I married this girl, or I picked up the guy, or I accepted this uh, proposal—somebody introduced them to me, or uh, families introduced, uh, you know, the uh, mates to each other—they didn't know each other before, they didn't have love affair. Mm. Uh, uh, Such marriages are most likely to last than the marriages which are based on love and love relationship before uh, marriage and this is among Muslims and non-Muslims are alike Um, I think I shared with you the study which was done by the uh, dr. Uh, uh, Saul Jordan the French uh, sociologist uh, who came up with the uh, results that 85% of marriages which were uh, previously established or based on uh, uh, love uh, they end up with a divorce because of the same fact mm. that, that the prophet sallallahu said shay, you are me one some blinds you don't see a lot of things mm. even though they're very obvious but mm. you are pretending that you don't see them you hear oh. a lot of things but you're acting like you know you never heard of them. why because you focus on one thing i want her mm. or she says i want him no mm. matter what you say mm. no matter what the whole world says about him mm. But, you know, uh, you know, in in Islam, marriage isn't only marrying an individual. It's a merge of two families into Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. So when you marry, you should keep in mind, not only who's the girl or who's the guy, but also the siblings, the Mm -hmm. family. Because one day your kids, when you have kids, will say to somebody, uncle. So who's going to be your kid's Mm -hmm. uncle? Or maternal. or maternal who's going to be your kid's uncle is he a drug dealer is he an atheist hmm. is she a prostitute hmm. uh, is he somebody whom you're not happy to have in the family and would most definitely have a bad influence on you and your family Many people mm. come to me and say, I asked my wife not to speak to her family. I say, why? Haram and say, You don't know sheikh Because they have a, such a bad influence on my kids. Mm. Uh, they make them eat this, they make them watch that, and they they're famous of child molestation. Well, you didn't know all of that before marriage? Mm. Well, unfortunately, I knew. Mm. I heard of, but I was blind. I hear that a lot. I was blind, I was mm. deaf. So that's exactly what the Prophet ﷺ has said. Many girls, when the parents or the family friends introduce a suitor hmm. right away without even considering meeting the guy, checking hmm. him out, uh, talking to him, perhaps maybe there's some sort of chemistry. Maybe you like him. Hmm. No means no. Why? Because he's proposed to her by the parents, hmm. by the family, or the family friends. She wants to find the guy on her own. She wants to find hmm. her love on her own.
0: This is not how it goes. Yeah, SubhanAllah. I mean, I know stories of, of sisters, 40, 50 years old, unmarried, never been married, you know, because they <laughs> they think that this love is gonna come. Yeah. You know, SubhanAllah. F- first of all, it's tragic. We invoke Allah and we ask Him hmm. to make it easy for
1: all the single men and women to get married. I mean whether they have been previously married, then divorced or widowed, or uh, they never been married before. But here we're not picking on anyone. Mm. We're not casting the blame on people. It's because of you. You turned down many proposals. You're waiting for Mr. Right. No, we're not talking about that. Mm. But we are trying to open up their minds Mm. and uh, make the viewers pay more attention to the facts behind the true love and mm. behind marriage and the major purpose and objective that mm. um, a, a person is trying to achieve when he or she get married it is not only about love which mm. is due to i like him and he likes me mm. he's cool she's nice he cares about me uh, she's very sweet all of that is mm. good but this is not the main pole mm.
0: which would form a family i think it's also kind of a, a reflection of your own closest closeness to allah you know if you're close to allah if you're you know worshiping well as we as we should say you know you're going to be looking for something different in a wife you know you're going to be looking for someone who's you know practicing islam well you know you from, a, from a, a good family exactly
1: you need somebody to help hmm. you to enter paradise hmm. you know talking about love uh, once the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sitting with his companions he said the Hadith means like he was asked <coughs> if a woman got married to a, a man and the man was righteous but he died then she got married to another man or a third man the first husband or the first and the second husband they passed away and the third is a righteous man as well So her husbands and ex-husbands were nice and righteous now she's a righteous woman too and they all entered Al Jannah. Who would be her husband in paradise? Mm. is it the first husband or the second husband? The Prophet Sallallahu said that she will be married in heaven in Al Jannah to the man whom she was his wife last. Mm. When she died she was married to this person both of whom are righteous, they ended up in Al Jannah. She will be his wife in Al Jannah. Even though she loved her ex husband so much, but you know, Subhanallah. Uh, she married somebody else. Okay? So when the Sahaba heard that, they started thinking about it. Abu Darda, may Allah be pleased with him and his wife, discussed this matter. And she said, you know, Abu Darda, if you happen to die before me, I will never. Ever marry another guy after you? Why not? Because I want to be your wife in paradise. Subhanallah, heaven will not be heaven without you. Subhanallah, Shaykh, so beautiful. he died before her. Yeah, and she lived the rest of her life without getting married again. Even though she received such precious proposals. One of those proposals was. By Amir al Mumineen Muawiyah ibn Abi Sufyan, mm-hmm. and she turned him. Now she says, You know, an offer like that should not be rejected, but I promise my uh, husband to be his wife in heaven.
0: SubhanAllah, this is a type of wife, inshallah. <laughs> May Allah <laughs> grant, grant all the Muslim this, men this in the world. This is an, an example for. of the true love. It's beautiful, subhanAllah. Jazakallah, yeah. Shaykh. <laughs> We're just going to take a short break. Okay, and we'll be back. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Assalamu <laughs> Alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, Mr. Welcome back to the thick of love. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh, just before the break, we was he was giving some nice examples, subhanallah, of the priorities. Really, some of the priorities that we need to have when searching for a wife. You know, we shouldn't be too driven driven by our desires. That doesn't stop us from, you know, looking at a, a prospect wife or a prospect husband, etc. But at the same time you know what are we looking for in marriage you know what should we be looking for you know Allah mentions and maybe you can elaborate on this uh, you know there's some du'as which Allah mentions in the Quran uh, in order for us to seek uh, some of the some of these uh, well uh,
1: perhaps you're referring to the supplication of the servants of the most beneficent and merciful uh, Ibadul Rahman by the end of Surat Al-Furqan, chapter number uh, 25. Yeah. Uh, among their qualities, that their cognizant dua, which they invoke Allah on a regular basis. So the dua means they say, our Lord grant us from our spouses and we said before, as waj refers to both the husbands and the wives. Mm. It's singular, is mm. So grant us from our spouses and our dhuriyaat of spring, children, boys and girls. Comfort for our eyes. And that is the thing that you need to look for most when you mm. get married. So no matter how much you are attracted to that individual. Think about one thing. Would you really achieve this comfort, peace of mind when you marry this person? Uh, would marrying this person end up giving you a goodly offspring which would make you the happiest? Mm. And when we say the happiest and having peace of mind and comfort for your eyes, it is not the temporary one like Uli here. Mm. You know, what happens when a person marries uh, a non-Muslim woman for innocence? He says, Allah says you can marry a Kitabiya, a Christian word. Hmm. So, he's always worried, what if I die today? I have three kids. He's always worried that I have three kids. If I don't have kids, I would have divorced her a long time ago. Why? Because she dances, because she drinks, and I cannot stop her, because she goes to the church and such, and, and she insists on taking the kids with her. And when they go to uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve, the kids say, Daddy, we have to go with mom. So, you know, he says, I, it's very painful for me. Mm. But, you know, I cannot say no. If mm. I say no and we break up, if I divorce her, I would lose my kids. Mm. Yes, indeed, you would lose them. And guess what? You've lost them already the mm. day you decided mm. to mm. make that decision. SubhanAllah. You know, in Arabic, there is a very nice uh, statement. They say faqad sa'eed. In English they say, if you don't learn the easy way, you're going to learn the hard way. So before getting married, there's something called istishara, mm. mashura, consulting mm. people, the elders, the experts, the scholars, and uh, then uh, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make you the right choice, to give you the right choice. Mm. Mm. So when you ask people who have an experience, whether because they counsel many marriages mm. or elders they know better than you or people who have been in the field before you, they may give you the advice by saying, you not me, I'm different. Mm. Inshallah, I'm going to make her the best person <laughs> on earth. And subhanallah, yeah. in uh, a couple years ago in, uh, in Hajj, I met a couple. And the sister said that, you know, I only accepted Islam this year. We've been married for thirty years. For thirty years. And I only accepted Islam this year. So you keep trying for so many years. Allah mm. subhanahu wa ta'ala knows whether it will work or not. Mm. And then you're worried about the fate of your children. Yeah. I meet the girl when I was teaching at the university in the States. She introduces herself to me and she said her name is It's a a, a Muslim name. I don't want to say the name. Then obviously out of curiosity, I asked her, I said, you know, that sounds like an Arabic and a Muslim name. She says, yes, because my father is Muslim Hmm. and my mother is Kush. I Hmm. said, okay. And then I, uh, you know, I got to know that they are separated. And she told me that she followed, uh, she went with her mother and she followed her mother's faith or whatever. How do you feel about it as Hmm. a Muslim? And if uh, you, know, if you, if you Shake, enter the time machine and it takes you back, would you still uh, make the same decision? Supreme would you still fall in love and say, mm. but I love her? You know, I'm, I'm not saying the person mm. is bad, she's good, but for yeah. somebody else.
0: You know, this is, this is so common, uh, especially in many parts of Africa as well. Um, you find mixed families, you know, where one of the parents, not necessarily the man. Sometimes it's even the, the woman is a Muslim. And and the and the husband is a Christian, you know. And this th- of course this is haram, but you find this is very common in, in, in certain parts of the world. I have a case today, where a woman, and she's a doctor. She got married to another
1: doctor, even though many people uh, reminded her that the Quran says no, mm-hmm. and it's not permissible in any mm-hmm. sect in any madhab. You know, this, this is what Allah said. She said, "You guys have to be open-minded, and I'm gonna make a mm-hmm. Muslim, etc." <coughs> then after several years of torture she decided to go through divorce and it was a turmoil and she is saying that i ended up eating pork i ended up Subhaveno. drinking with them in the parties in mm. order to please his family and to mingle with the family mm. and make them feel like mm. i'm not a stranger mm. but no matter why i tried i
0: always looked like stranger A muslim know. So, the, you know, this is as I mentioned. In in Africa, they call it Christmas. Yeah. Because they they have they they say they half Christian, half Muslim. Yeah. Of course, we know from from a religious perspective, this is it can't exist. You know, you're either Christian or you or you. If you're, you're
1: looking for this Sakina, for the peace of mind, mm. the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, nothing a believer can earn and benefit after accepting faith and becoming righteous than having. A good spouse, Mm. and in this case, he said a good wife. Mm. So, when he sees her, she pleases him. She's Mm. nice looking, okay? Not necessarily a beauty queen, but Mm. she's beautiful, okay? She Mm. pleases him. And uh, if he travels away, she guards his family, his wealth, his children, and she guards her own chastity. Mm. She's a modest woman. She's not a woman who is mm. outgoing to the extent that she has friends and he's always worried. What is she doing? Whom is she with and mm. so on? Okay, yeah. so such woman is the biggest gain. Also, likewise, how many times people call sisters call and say that, you know, I'm, I'm looking for divorce or horror because my husband does. My husband watches porn. My husband has mm. outside marriage relationship. My husband. Is never satisfied with me. He's always looking for haram. Mm. And the thing is she knew beforehand he is like that, but she mm. was hoping that he will change. She says, oh. I'm sorry. I fought the whole world. I even boycott my own parents. I married without the consent of my guardian. I disobeyed my father. I disconnected my family from my family for him, mm. but he turned me down and he treated me like, uh, like a trash. Mm. I hear that all the time. So, Habibi, habibi, it's not only what you see. It -hmm. is not only Mm -hmm. what your heart feels. Mm -hmm. Whatever you are attracted to, the look, Mm -hmm. uh, the company, the conversation, and going out, and you feel like you're living a love story. There are a lot of major Mm -hmm factors that you gotta keep in mind before making that decision mm. a lot of girls email me call me and send questions to ask with that you know is it halal to marry a shia guy fact number one we do not generalize when we say shia mm. you know we don't say they are all such and such but i just want to ask you one question when you know that somebody who would be cursing your mother on daily basis you know that beforehand he hates mm-hmm. your mother so much mm-hmm. and you still marry him and mm-hmm. you're hoping that he would take you to your mother and connect with her mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen when you know that somebody who curses Aisha anha, mm-hmm. Hafsa anha, and their fathers mm-hmm. and most of the companions of the Prophet and you're still hoping that I'm going to change him I'm going to make him uh, a Sunni, I'm going to make him... He can marry a girl Mm. of his uh, type. And you marry not just a Sunni Muslim boy, but a righteous person, Mm. a righteous uh, husband, Mm. a righteous father, Mm. so that, you know, in case that your iman Mm. uh, goes low, he helps you out to increase the level of your iman. And the husband likewise, when he marries a woman who is righteous and belonging
0: to a righteous family, she will definitely help him out to improve as well. Mm. You know Allah describes them as garments in the Quran. You know, he says they are.
1: You know, this is libas. Mm. And my uh, the undershirt is libas. Mm. The closest thing to your body is your undergarment. Mm. It's called libas. Mm. You know how this is explained? The Prophet Sallallahu said in the Hadith, Ihfaz illa min zawjatik. You should not show your aura to anyone. What mm. is your aura? The aura for a man. Between the navel to the knees. Mm. Okay? okay? You're not supposed to show it to no one. Even when you're sitting before your dad, mm. not only your mom and your sister, mm. your siblings, your parents, cover up your aura, mm. But before your wife, mm. you and her, are only one thing mm. they are your garments and you are to them their garments mm. and that's why the Prophet sallallahu alaihi warned severely against after becoming like garments by the way the ayah doesn't say like rather it says they are your mm. garments mm. are actually your garments mm. your cover-up yeah you know They conceal your faults, your drawbacks, your shortcomings. They protect you. Exactly. So whatever happens, whatever goes on behind closed doors is not supposed to be revealed to no one. Not even to your siblings, not even to your friends when you're having Mm. coffee together, watching a movie, your Mm. close friends. You don't say, Last night me and wife did this and this and this and this. Last night we tried a new sexual position. This is absolutely haram. It's a major sin. Mm. The Prophet was warning once the companions against such Mm. behavior. uh, I said, Be careful. I hope you're not doing so. So somebody said, Oh, yes, they do, men and women. Mm. So the Prophet said, Oh, that's such like a Satan, male and female Satans. Mm. They met across the street and they have sexual relations in front of everyone. Mm. You know, you become like shaitan and you expose yourself and you expose your spouse. Nope. That is absolutely forbidden. You know, like somebody who who displays their underwear mm. before people. No one. No one who's wise mm. and nice and modest. So khair, no one shayf. should should share anything that goes on in the privacy of their bedroom
0: mm. while sharing bed with mm. anyone, else, with khair, anyone else. Shaykh, I'm sorry to cut you there, subhanAllah. Very uh, informative points, subhanAllah, very important points we've been through today. Um, thanks for joining us again. You're most welcome. And uh, inshallah, next episode we will pick up where we left off and carry on. So make sure you join us next time for another episode of The Fiqh of Love. As-salamu alaykum wa wa barakatuh.